That was scary, huh? I don't know. <laughs> scary, That's huh? That's my devil voice. Yeah, it is. It's like that devil off of the Powerpuff Girls, right? Ugh. Ugh. You mean him? You're right, him. He talks more like a drag queen. Yeah. Well, his voice changes. Okay, ready? In a drag queen range. Welcome to Game of Stones. Welcome to Game of Blonde. Today is the last ep- uh, episode of season six of Game of Thrones. And it was super good. Super good. Just as good as last week. Yep. Loved it. Loved it. Best it, Game of Thrones episode ever. It was. It was like I'm a movie. I've watched it three times. I think it's good every time. It is like a movie. That first like 22 minutes or whatever, that's just Cersei. Yeah. It's like it, a movie. It's really good. Not just King's Landing, I guess. Well, let's get right into it. As far as business goes, first of all, I just want to say uh, sorry if these are coming out so late. We've had a lot going on, so. Yeah. It's kind of hard to keep up, but here we are. We also don't know what we're going to do next. Yeah. You know, we have our other podcast, Mom and Dad are Stoned. Yep. But we do like us some TV. So we might just talk about random TV shows. Well, it's like, what do you guys think? Here's what we could do. We could, one, keep it Game of Stoned. And then start reviewing the other um, seasons. Yes. Which is fine because we <clears throat> freaking love the show. It's so. a great show. And we're in the off season now, so that's fine. Or we could even do shows like based on like just different top Game of Thrones topics. Like what? Can you give me an example? Like the ones that I listen to, how they have like episodes on like Summer Hall or oh, okay. Arthur Dane or Ooh. you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be awesome, kind of. Kind of, if you were stoned, right? Well, how would we find the source material for that though? Just well, podcast? we'd get really high uh-huh. and then we would just give our opinion like we always do. Hey, do you have the audiobook for the history of whatever, right? I do. That's, okay. Well, should we, I mean, like, I would... But someone s- also needs to buy me the actual copy, because yeah, I, I need it. I know, man, I need it, too. <laughs> anyway. We need to just leave it laying around downstairs so the kids read it. That's so beautiful. <laughs> um, so what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I would put it to the people who listen to the podcast and ask them, but I don't know they if they're, they're not going to say anything. Here's the other options, you guys. Let's hear them. We could, like... Revamp the podcast so it's just like mom and dad are stoned uh, watching TV, basically. Yeah. And just cover, you know, different episodes of... Different things. Stupid crap that we like to watch. We like to watch all kinds of stupid crap. We like to watch the same stupid crap that all of you guys like to watch. So, therefore, would probably be entertaining. It might be. Ish. I think it would be. Um... So anyway, we have to think about it. But until then, let's go ahead and finish. Let's do this one. Right. Okay, so that's our business. This was a damn good episode. So if you guys have any suggestions, please send us an email, mom at thestonermom.com or david at thestonermom.com, and let us know what you want to hear from us, aside from us shutting up. Right. So let's jump. Let's shut up and jump right in. Got it. So we start off, as you mentioned... In King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And everybody's getting dressed. Everybody's getting dressed for the day. And we see Cersei getting dressed, yep. Tommen getting dressed, Marjorie getting dressed, and the High Sparrow getting dressed. In that order. Okay. And uh, then they show Loras in the dungeon getting all cleaned up because he looks, we haven't seen him for a while. And mm-hmm. I think it uh, it was, they had new music going, which was awesome. Yeah, they had like their first um, piano piece, basically, which immediately puts the audience like, what the hell? Ooh. Something different is happening. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah. So then, yeah. We had this musical theme that kind of went through the whole first part of the show. All of like King's Landing, basically. Yeah, and this is the day of Loris's and Cersei's trial by the seven. I think you can get it on iTunes, too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look for it right now. Yeah, find out what the name of it is. It's called Light of the Seven, I think. So anyway, um, then uh, as we're all kind of getting all the people into place before the trial... We see um, Maester Pizel, you know, finishing up with his uh, whore. 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 And not paying her because he is not a good customer. Yeah, and he's like, later, go away. I would not put up with that shit, sorry. He's gross. <laughs> so then he... Give me my fucking money now, Pizel, or yeah. I'm going to stab you. Stab you. Like a little kid. Ooh. Dum, dum, dum. So he leaves, and then, oh, a little kid comes up and says, Maester Pizel. Come with me. The king needs you. It doesn't actually say that. He whispers in his ear. But yeah. let's assume that that's what he said. Fergie has a new hot track out called MILF. Oh, great. Dollar sign. Like MILFs, except MILF dollar sign. Well, that's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, then all of a sudden, as Pycelle's going his way, then we jump to, like, we're in the Sept of Baylor. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the great sept of Baylor. Yeah, and all the sparrows are ushering themselves in. And, you know, everybody's looking at each other. Marjorie's looking at High Sparrow, blah, blah, blah. So they start, they get underway and they start with Loris. And they drag poor old Loris out there. And he, you know. It doesn't look terrible. It doesn't look terrible and he sounds okay. And, you know, he pretty much says, there's no need for a trial. I wish to confess all my crimes. He confesses in plaflaglery. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I looked it up and it didn't come up. Debauchery, homosexuality, perversity, blah, 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 (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And we were like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I could not find any blah, No clue. So if somebody who's smarter than us knows, please let Let us know. know. I'm going to go with any definitions. Let's see. I'm going to say it's... Okay, here's what I think it is. (laughs) All right. I think it is... uh, uh, I think it is setting up your house, ha- being the heir to the house and setting it up so you can't fulfill that duty. Oh. What do you think of that? So basically another like take on homosexuality, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. on a noble. Yeah. Like a fancy word. I don't know. That's just my well, guess. Well, because that's a good guess. I think that's a very good guess. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So uh, he admits to all everything, and then um, he says he wants to pledge his life to the, the seven, to seven, the seven. That's his only wish, he says. And the high sparrow says, okay. <clears throat> so then um, they decide they have to put a star on his head. So they hold him back, and they start carving a star on his head. Delicious. And Mace goes, no! Mace is, like, flustered, man. He's pissed. And Madri goes, faith. The faith is the way. Faith is the way. She's doing that to shut him up, so he does. She's still afraid, still protecting her family. Right. Doesn't she, want him to stand out as not obeying the seven. Exactly. So um, they they're done with Loras. Done. So now, where the hell, Cersei? It's her turn. Cersei's not fucking there. She's late as always. So they send out Lancel. Like go escort Scarta to the. Lancel's the. The evil star forehead dude that she used to fuck when yep. he when he was a fancy boy with beautiful platinum hair. <laughs> oh my god! And the st- and a and the, red suit and the body of a thirteen year old boy. <laughs> and and touching so the breast 
plate stretcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that poor kid. Sorry, dude. Anyway, um, so then he sends him out to go get Cersei, and this is where all kinds of shit happens. So then we see... First, we see Pycelle being escorted down to the fucking dungeon of Kyburn, and he's like, what is this? I don't have to waste my time talking to you. And he's like, gonna get the fuck out of there. But Kyburn is like, no, I don't mean, you know, I don't mean you bear you any ill will. Sometimes, what does he say? Sometimes in order to something, you need to get rid of the old. To usher in the new, you must lay to rest the old. Yeah. Like your old non-escort paying ass. Right. And uh, he pretty much says, like, I feel it saddens me that you're going to die in this dark fucking place. You kind of get the feeling that he's actually not that sad about it. Yeah, he's not. That dark place used to be Meister Paisel's lab, by the way. And then member Cersei gave it away. She, like, dismissed him yeah. and made uh, and Kyber. gave it to Kyburn. Which is a, which a good choice, by the way, because like all he's done is help her. Yeah, Kyburn's got some mad skills. <laughs> he really does. He's the greatest healer in all of Westeros. I've gone from, you know, thinking he is just yucky and horrible murderer guy to Kyburn's pretty badass. I think, and I wouldn't mind having a Kyburn around. I wouldn't either. And I'll tell you what, it's justified because all of them are murdering assholes in this show. So whatever. Oh yeah. That's, so he that's just murders true. people to try to help others, I guess. Not that that's something I condone in real life. Just some of the murderers are, uh, they've got some style about them that is yeah. m- more sophisticated and I would definitely And polite. Kyburn's got some murdering style. Yeah. Like his face of, his silent face of rapture and ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Like as, <laughs> When people which, are dying. Yeah. So the little sparrows come out and they start stabbing Pycelle to death. Yes. And he's got that look on his face. <laughs> In the books. Yeah. The little birds do kill. They kill Pycelle and they oh. also kill Kevon. Kevin, mm. my dad. Um, right. So, yeah. But Kevin's dead now. Well, yeah. So then. Uh, not yet. Though. Back. Let's not yet. He's still alive. But uh, then we've also, while that's happening, they're showing Lancel. He's going out to go to the Red Keep and he sees this little kid, one of the little birds, like kind of go like. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? And he's like, well, I got to follow this little fucker. So, but the little kid would do things like go to the entrance of a corridor and wait there and then go in and Lancel would follow him. And then, so next thing you know, Lancel's in some underground cavern. Under the Great Sept. The Great Sept. And um, it's like the storage unit down yeah. there. So he comes across the little kid had a, a torch and the torch is just laying in the middle of this dark cave. And uh, Lancel's like, oh, if you don't come out now, uh, come out now and it'll be it won't be as bad on you or something like that. And I then, swear when he said that, like, what do you think he meant? He I, meant he's going to like, like th- beat, his beat, ass? Up, beat his little kid ass. I almost felt like he was talking to Cersei for whatever reason. Cause oh, you she's think so? not at the trial. And like, maybe he thought the boy was going to Cersei. Oh, okay. Maybe. But, I mean, that doesn't really make sense either. Whatever. Well, anyway, what happens next is a little kid darts because through Because he knows that the litter hadn't left the Red Keep, so he yeah. knows that she's there. It's the little kid I think he's talking okay. to. Okay. All right. Sorry. But he, I think the little kid was teasing him, sort of, and he just, like, had had it. So then all of a sudden, out of the darkness, this little ninja kid runs by and stabs Lo- Lancel in the fucking base of the spine and cripples him. And he's like... Oh! And then um, the little kid comes out and kind of makes sure he can't walk. And then he fucking runs the fuck out of there for reasons we'll find out in a minute. See ya. 
So then Lancel in his uh, par- paralysis is looking down the end of the cave and he sees some glowing shit, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, what the fuck? And he starts like crawling towards it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets close enough to it to see it's fucking wildfire. A lot of it. And it's like pools of, it's caskets of it, but it's also... Uh, there's pools casks. of it, like puddles, yeah. and then there's casks, not caskets. Yeah, not caskets. They're not <laughs> dead. <laughs> They're getting ready to bury the um, And then in the puddles of it, the big pool things of it, there are like little candles yeah. acting as a fuse yep. that are lit and they're burning down. So when they burn down. Boom. We all know what happens. So back to the sept. Let's revisit what wildfire is. Oh, okay. Well, you tell us. You uh, know. It's just hardcore. <laughs> it's made by pyromancers. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's magical fire. Okay, you guys. And it's, it's like, like napalm. It's super hot and way hotter than fire. Yeah. It's like and, glue fire. And it like explodes you immediately. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And the reason it's down there is because Mad King Ares. Oh, yes. Let's. Yes. So yeah. Mad, the Mad King, who is Danny's daddy, was a. Uh, obsessed with fire and eventually like torture and he actually in the books and this is like completely true he gets towards the end of his life like sexually excited about uh like the fire and stuff and so whenever he would torture or like i guess work with the pyromancers or whatever he would like go rape his wife really violently um so yeah homie was mad crazy he was crazy mad and he fucking hated everybody he was super super paranoid and he started building up these caches of wildfire that he like i think in the books he like scatters throughout the city it's not just like under the set i, I think so because yeah. yeah we he they make it very clear on the show that he's like i burn it burn them all well you can't burn them all just at the sept of baylor you gotta burn down the whole city right right so there's but, gotta be more but still i like this that they didn't bring down the whole city yeah, that Cersei that. didn't burn down the whole city, right. basically. Um, and so the whole reason why Jamie became the King Slayer is because Jamie knew um, at the Mad King's last hour that he was going to demand that they ignite it all because he knew like King's Landing was uh, sacked, he was done, so he wanted everyone to die. dead before he was dead, basically. Yeah. Um, and so that's why Jamie killed him. This is all important for later. Oh, it will be. Um, so yeah, that's why that shit's out there. And the other thing is once Jamie killed Ares, like now the only person who knows where all of the wildfire in the city is is dead. Cause he was like stashing it everywhere. Yeah. Not just under the sept. So the little birds have like kind of looked for them, right? Well, in in the show, we know that Kyburn and the little birds we're looking it up for Cersei. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So there you go. There's some. That was the so much more mm-hmm. that he muttered at her. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, it, oh, you know, one thing we forgot to mention is Tommen is not in the sept. He is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of sitting in his room and he's like, you hear a guard come in and he's like, OK, yeah, here I'm ready to go. And he gets up and it's the mountain. And as he starts to leave the mountain, puts out puts out his hand on his shoulder and stops him, and uh, that's pr- pretty much it. Like he's there to keep Tom in there to keep him safe because clearly some shit's about to go down. It's weird in the beginning, like first, uh, like an attendant comes in to let Tom know it's time to go, and Tom like not speaking and not moving. He's like in some weird 
mood. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he... So, you know, he's supposed to be leaving the keep to go to the trial of his mother. Yeah. Um, he doesn't feel real good about this. And I think he's looking a little sick. <laughs> and, like, he doesn't want to go and he can't go. He's not, like, strong enough to go. Yeah. Even though he, you know, did he this to her. He declared that this yeah, was going to nice. happen. Yeah, nice. So, anyway. And then... Um, the, the mountain part is like a little bit later. He's finally pulled the balls together to get out of his fucking chair and go cool. now that he has his beautiful necklace on and everything. Yeah. And <laughs> Very nice. Necklace. But yeah, the mountain appears silently as always. And when he first did that, like, and put his hand on Tommen, I fucking thought the mountain was going to, like, kill Tommen. That's and what that I thought, too. Cersei had made him do it or whatever, especially since, like, they didn't show it. You know, yeah, that I was, that that was too. totally my first impression. But no, he's just there to keep Tommen in the room, right? So um, to keep him from going to the sept. Hey, you should smoke some if you want. That's right. I think I wanna. <laughs> you wanna? So um, back into the sept of Bella. Marjorie knows she's like, hey, she goes up to the high sparrow and says, first of all, she's like. We, you broke our agreement, you know, about Loras. I think, you mutilated him. Yeah, and he goes, I did not. But he's free to leave as soon as Cersei shows up for the trial. He can, He's free to go. Okay. But we know that's not going to happen. Yeah, because everyone wants to run around with a fucking star carved yeah. in the forehead. Plus, he already, like, said in front of everybody, I'm devoting my life yeah. to the whatever. So, so he tricked you. her. He fucking tricked Marjorie. He, like, did, he's, a, he's a bad man. So, anyway, she's like... Then she goes on to say, well, we something's going on. Cersei's not here. This is her trial. She's clearly not here. She's not showing up. She's, something's going on. She understands the repercussions of her not being here, and yet she is not here regardless, yeah. which means she does not intend to suffer those consequences. That's right. Man, you really remember everything they say. I love mm-hmm. Natalie Dormer so much. She's I cool. think she's great, and I liked her in this entire scene. She knows that something's wrong. She even says, uh, after that, we all need to leave now. And he's like, the High Sparrow's like, not getting it. Um, Yeah. And And so everyone kind of starts to move and mill around. And like, it seems awkward and uncomfortable. And she gets her brother and starts to try to take him away. But the fucking Sparrow Guards or whatever the flock are like... (laughs) Not letting anybody out, whatever the flock. Ah! <laughs> I like it. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, they try to get out. They, won't, they just won't let them. So meanwhile. Then, meanwhile. Underneath yeah. everything. Lancel has is, reached the candles. And he's all like. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not working. But I, I think what he ends up doing is blowing the flame into the wildfire. I know, it's like, <laughs> dude. And then all of a sudden in his eyes you see the green light up, like, ah! And then you see him just <laughs> blowed up. Not, I mean, is yeah. that even blowed up? It's just like complete instant melt. Yeah, I mean. You're instantly melted. Yeah. Well, you hear a rumble, and then they go back up top, and you hear the rumble. Under the building, you see everybody kind of reacting. You see beautiful Natalie Dormer's face, like one last piercing, smirking look, and then <laughs> Yeah, it erupts like out of the center of it and just like molten lava. Like everybody is incinerated. High Sparrow's in the middle of the, the star, yeah. the seven star, pointed star, and um, explodes quite spectacularly. Now, on Reddit, somebody posted the, like, every single frame. Yeah. And um, 
basically to show how amazing the CGI was for the Explore. wildfire stuff. And it was really, really good. It was really cool. So if you get the chance to look at that, just look at the High Sparrow when he burns up because it's it's crazy. Like you, when you watch stuff like that, you think, oh, it's just like a big green blur, you know, because you're just watching it in the moment or whatever. But when you look at it frame by frame, you like see his limbs burn up and his bones for a second and then like exploding body parts and it's so cool it's gross and cool and it is cool so then right after the fucking shit blows up and it's smoldering in green and you know and black smoke cersei kind of smirks and then takes a drink of her wine as she's sitting oh my on the God. balcony she watching. is sitting there smiling that was a bona fide smile that's like the sansa smile after she watches ramsey yeah like, that was a serious smile. I loved it. It fills you with a little bit of glee for Cersei. She was like, she did she it. Fucking, she wiped them all out. She's like, fuck you. Fuck your trial. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. Well, actually, you're out. Elena, and I'm going to be drinking. Elena did say, what are you going to do? Like, fight them all yourselves? No, she said, are you going to kill everyone? Oh, yeah. And she did. Yeah. And she's like, I guess that's a good and idea. And when she said that, everyone was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> good job, Elena. <laughs> So she, um, oh, but then they, I forgot one other thing. The bell goes flying off the tower yeah. and uh, crushes a poor human. And then, But it, then it's okay because the wildfire pours out and burns everything anyway. Yeah, the wildfire explodes the whole sept, which is, yeah, just this huge holy, like, structure with seven towers. And fans out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and does much damage. Yes. <laughs> but then. Oh, the other thing. What? That I loved about Cersei's part when they showed her mm -hmm. with her smile is that her bangs were like blowing. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, because force. of the explosion. I almost said that too when we watched it. Like, yep. Uh, and then also, then they cut to Tommen who sees it out his window with his mouth like agape. And then all of a sudden in the background you see the mountain kind of step out of the room. Like, <laughs> goodbye. And then like... Enjoy the view. Yeah. So he's gone. Tommen's sitting there. Um, and then the next thing you see is... Uh, Cersei goes down and she has that septon. Septa. Septa, I'm sorry. Um, tied to a table. She's passed out. She starts pouring wine all over her face so she wine, can't breathe. Wine boarding her. Yes, and she's saying, confess. <laughs> confess. She's demanding that she confess that she fucking gets turned on by torturing everybody yeah. and not caring about anybody's um, moral yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah and which is completely true. It is. And Cersei's like, you know, actually, here's all the things I'm I'm happy about. I like, yeah. you know, She's drinking like, my drink, watching the people blow up. Fucking my brother. Feeling lying to people about fucking my brother. To I keep, to keep uh, my our children safe from fucking hypocritic assholes yeah. like yourself. Um, so then she is talking to her and scaring the living daylights out of her but then she kind of says you know you did say like my face would be the last i said my face would be the last you'd ever see and then the septa is like i'm ready to meet the seven good i'm ready to meet the seven yeah that's a mistake yeah and so just don't like, talk oh you're not dying today <laughs> she goes oh, no. what no today yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> i don't think so no, you're not going to die for a very long time. Yeah. And then she introduces... Gregor Clegane. So Gregor Septa's new... God. <laughs> right. And in, in stumbles the mountain. And he takes off his helmet. You can't see shit. I don't well, know what people are even talking about. Well, they had it on Reddit where they, like, fixed the lighting. You could see his gross face. 
It was all purple and nasty. It just looks like Thor. Yeah, it with does. fucking makeup on. It does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It revealed nothing badass. There was no wolf head. No, no, no dwarf, dwarf head. head. <laughs> I mean, ugh. and I mean, it just should have at least be a head that was not his. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> or like a pumpkin head <laughs> would have been good. So, so he's or just still... like emptiness. Yeah. When he takes no off head. Thing. Yeah. Like a void. <laughs> like a flame. Right. So he walks over to her, and then like as. He's standing above the scepter with his back turned to the camera. Cersei's leaving, and you can hear her screaming. You don't really know what's going on, but my wife has theorized that he's uh, sticking his thumbs in her eyes. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, he's got a reputation for poking people's eyeballs as he's beating them and killing them and raping them. So I think that that was maybe an eyeball removal. But I like that Cersei... He's not raping her like everybody thinks. I mean, he's clearly going to, but with his zombie Uh dick, but... Um, he's not at that point. He's wearing all his clothes and he's standing by her head. Well, anyway, as as that's happening, Cersei's leaving and she goes, shame. Oh, it's so shame. good. She says it three times and she still has a small little smirk on while she's, she's fucking that loving That woman it. is a badass actress. Yep. My God. She's good. Right? Yep. She's very, very good. So then the next thing we see is Tommen is finally alone. Like his uh, little attendant guy says something and leaves. I'm not really he sure. He said... Um, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. you know, because Tommen's wife is dead and yeah. I mean, everyone's dead. And and also he's probably thinking, and now I got to go see my mom I also who think, did all this shit. Yeah. And also that Tommen feels responsible. Yeah. Because of what he did to his mom. Yeah. Caused his mom to do this and yeah. kill everybody, including his wife. So then Tommen stands up, takes his crown off. He puts the crown you somewhere. You hear his footsteps. Then, then he, he comes, comes back, back and he just walks right up to the window, stands up, doesn't hesitate, and then hesitate and just kind of leans forward and falls like lifelessly head first down. And then the whole time, the background of the burning set is in. So he's dead. It was badass. And it yeah. was uh, quiet. It was very quiet. No and music. then manly death. Yeah. He did. I think he probably did the right thing. I mean, what I else was too. he supposed to fucking do? Yeah. You know, his mom's not going to listen to him. That's a lot to live with. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if he was alive and, like, knowing what you know about, like, Cersei in the throne room and, oh. like, no one can turn on the light? Like, yeah. come on. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> Tom and good choice. Yeah. <laughs> Times were not going to be good for you. Okay, so next up, we take a little, we leave King's Landing and now we're at the House of Frey. Uh, and we see. The twins. The twins? Is that where they are? No, they're uh, toasting. The, Walter's giving a glorious toast for at the twins on the river. Oh well, they're in the house. They're in the house fray. They're in the castle at the Which great is table called the twins. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Okay, I get it. They aren't twins. They're just brothers. Who? <laughs> Who did you think I was saying were twins? Lothar and oh. Black <laughs> and dumbass. Yeah. Okay. Pointy hat phrase. They're so dumb. Their outfits are terrible. They're the twins because you yeah. see the river. You're right. And, so they have like a shitty castle with ha- has like three castles I think on that river. Yeah. And like the two are the twins or something. Hmm. Okay. So um Walder's That's where House Frey is. Okay. The twins. Now I it's know. It's the twins. It's the seat of House Frey. So Walder's making a toast for the Lannister and Frey union. Oh, this is dumb. For yeah. the Saying the the name the words of the alliance, Ugh, dumb. I don't even want to say it. The phrase and the Lannisters send their regards. If I was Jamie, I'd be barfing. He was barfing inside. You could tell. 
And uh, after his stupid toast, then, you know, it's brawn time, which is always my favorite. Where And it's always about women and fucking and drinking and whatever. And, and that everyone wants to fuck Jamie. Right, and not brawn. And not brawn. Yeah, because girls are looking at him. And what about that one? Jamie's, like, trying to help. How about she, those over there? She's looking at you. They're looking at you, you know. And then he's like, they're looking at you, you cunt. Yeah. And he goes, I, I'm not interested. He goes, not blonde enough for you. So is he referencing Brienne and Cersei? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he like calls some girls over and like, have you met Brown? Uh, Sir Braun, an anointed knight yeah. of blah blah blah, the hero of Blackwater. <laughs> yeah, and then he and like then you hear caves Bron in. As no he's need walking, to- <laughs> walking away, say. No need to call me sir, even though I'm an anointed knight. <laughs> he's had it. He's done. Don't done you think? What? Bron is over this. He's like. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. He just wants his money, but he like hates it all. I think. No. Maybe not. Okay. I um, think he's just um what? annoyed that everybody wants to have sex with Jamie all probably, the time. Probably. He says she wants your golden fingers up her twat. Is what he says at one point. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Jamie like doesn't make. A, like, he's like, well, what about them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm trying to help here. God, such a dick all the time to me. Um, and then as Bron goes away, fucking Walder lurches over and sits <laughs> down and starts comparing himself to Jamie. Jamie like we're both we're kinslers. the same. <laughs> Poor Jamie, oh my god. And Jamie's like, tell me, Walter, are you, you know, he's like, how many battles have you been in? Or like, and he goes, oh, I'm I'm too old for that. And he goes, no, back in your day. You know, he's trying to get him to like, tell me how you're so heroic with a sword like me. And he doesn't. He just goes on to say. Because he's not. Yeah. All he really did was purchase up some real estate and make 10,000 babies with minor women. (laughs) With minor girls. Sounds like he's still doing that. (laughs) I know, right? Gross. You see her next to him looking horrified and terrified all the time. Like there's a 10-year-old standing next to him. I know. It's It's gross. He's the grossest. So he's talking to Jamie about how they're both kingslayers and people fear them and how they're the same. And Jamie's just disgusted with all this. And And then he insults the fuck out of them. Yeah. And then Jamie's like... uh, Everyone fears the Lannisters, not the phrase. If we have to come take it back every time you fucking lose it, what good are you? Yeah, what you good know? are you? And then he leaves, and then Walter's like, whoa. Walter's mouth is hanging open, and you have a nice shot of his, the profile of his nose, yeah. which is very sloped. And we also find Extraordinarily out... Extraordinarily sloped. That Edmure is back in the fucking dungeon. Yeah, good job, Edmure. Yeah, and good job, Jamie, for telling him that that's not what was going to happen at all. Yeah, but it's like he just did that for the phrase. I mean, he was just trying to get the thing back. Yeah, I, I mean, for them or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I know. But he like, did make he... all... Oh, but maybe he did take his wife and uh, son to Casterly Rock, like he said. That's where they already were, though, I thought. Were they? Yeah, the point was they were, like, away. So, okay. And uh, they wouldn't be safe if he didn't give in. Hmm. And if he did give in, that Jamie said that, yeah, they would be together. Okay. But no. No. Dungeon time. did not happen. Back in the dungeon. So, what's his face? Ravenfish. Blackfish. Blackfish. (laughs) Slippery blackfish. Uh, Died for nothing. Nothing. (sighs) Okay, well, anyway, now we're going to the Citadel. 
where Sam and Gilly have finally arrived, and they arrive to see... We see Old Town. And you see the White Ravens pouring out of the Citadel. Which means... That winter is here. That's what the White Ravens mean. They're sending them all out. And uh, then... Sam gets inside and he's at, he's talking to the basically the receptionist of the citadel, who is a massive jerk. God, and um, he tells him why he's there. He's like he's from um, Castle Black and he's here to be the, trained as the new maester. And then the guy's like, "I have we've we've received no raven." Um, and he pulls out a giant book and he looks up and it says, "I forgot. I don't know his name, his first name, but Mormont." Yeah, yeah. I forget too. Starts with a J. It's, it's like not, Gina. It's not <laughs> Gina. Gina Mormont. <laughs> Let's say Joe. Okay, Joe Mormont says, <laughs> uh, Joe Mormont is the uh, Lord Commander. And he's like, he died. And he's like, well, you know, what about the maester? And he goes, the maester fell sick right after he died and was unable to, like, send word. So then um, the guy, like, and then he has a letter for him. And then... Uh, Sam's like, here, read it here. I have a letter from the new Lord Commander. And the guy just holds his hand, like, right next to his, like, body. And Sam has to, like, lean over the table to put it in his hand because he's such a dick. And then um, the guy said that the Grand Maester will... Arch. Yeah, the Arch Maester. Oh, but first Sam says something. Um, What does he say? He says, this is highly irregular. And Sam's like, well, I suppose life is irregular. Like, huh? Huh? So anyway, he says he can he has access to the library while uh, they go get the Archmaster. But Gilly and the kiddo can't go in. Because she'll menstruate on the books. Yeah, all over them. That's right? what women do. That's they, can't, what they can't go in fucking libraries. No, they can't. Mm-mm. It's forbidden. Because they read with their vaginas. They do. <laughs> they do. And then they menstruate on the books because it's the books right on their What vagina. about the kid? The kid just has sticky fingers <laughs> from candy or whatever. And boogers. Picking yeah, its boogers. Okay. So, um. Glad we got that. <laughs> yeah. Out. But you do see the inside of the Citadel. It's pretty cool. And it's pretty. Well, the, yeah. Yeah. You see this great library with um, just like floors upon floors. Right? Because yep. it goes up super high. Um, and the books are all like kind of stacked irregularly. And they can like. Like the shelving can get like moved around and pushed together or separated, and there are those big, huge things. What are those called? The things that were hanging that's in the opening oh, credits. I don't know. You told me this before, and I forgot. Oh, uh, what is it? it starts with an A? Astrolabe. Let's just say that's what it is. Coming from the Greek for star taker. Cool. So it's like a map for celestial map, kind of, right? Its many uses include locating and predicting the positions of the sun, moon, planets, and stars, determining local time, and triangulation. Cool. Used in classical antiquity, the Islamic Golden Age, the European Middle Ages, and the Renaissance. Nice. Nice. The other thing that's kind of cool is the light system, how they have the sunlight they can, like, direct all over the citadel. Yeah, so... Because of the fire. Um, yeah, you can have fire in there. Danger. So, and, and that's like a real thing where they would have something like to bounce the light, light like a mirror, around with mirrors and stuff. Um, in a great library. And I guess cool. it was like based off of the library in Alexandria. Cool. All right. So next up is Winterfell. So straight from the Citadel where the ravens were leaving. Now you see one of the ravens flying to Winterfell. And um, this is, we open up where like John is 
in the great feast hall telling Melisandre all about like how he used to sit not at the table but over there when the family would feast and, and she's like fuck you yeah Jon Snow <laughs> yeah so basically she's telling him yeah some people didn't have feasts okay you know some people were fucking sex slaves maybe yeah. you should shut the fuck up yeah. Jon Snow but he's like oh yeah you're right oh. sorry, sorry. And then I'm da- a little emo <laughs> you're right and then Davos walks in and he's pissed off honey he's yeah. got a grudge to bear he's very angry and uh, he throws the little stag figure that he found in the fire at Mel, and he basically asks her to explain what the fuck is going on. She catches it, even though she's 1,080 years old. She's got wicked quick <laughs> reflexes. And she's like, oh, shit. She looks like caught off guard. She's and- wonderfully acted, she is. as is Davos. But yep. she look, yeah, she looks guilty, but not guilty. Right. And she's basically like, we had to. And she starts launching into this whole thing about... You know, the horses were dying and blah, blah, blah. And the winter was snowing and blah, blah, blah. But it was almost like, I mean, she was giving her excuses, but it wasn't like she was living behind them. No. Because he was like, they all died anyway. What the fuck was the point? And she was like, you could hear sorrow in her voice. And she was like, I didn't lie. I was wrong. You know? Um, My lord of light told me to do this. And then, but she also points out that so did Stan, her mother and father also. Yeah. Like, this was their decision as well. And the other big, yeah. The other big thing is Davos says, if your God commands you to burn children, he is evil. Right. Your God is evil. Right. And she com- comes back with, he made everything that is here right now. And it's just like, fuck you. I hate that argument. I know. I know. Really? Well, I, the way I took it to mean is like the reason that they're here now was because because of the Lord of Light, John got brought back to life. They follow this battle and now they're in Winterfell. I don't. I take it as a he standard religious response that actually addresses nothing. Yeah, and the person is saying, your religion is flawed and evil and disgusting and hurts other people. And she and like the answer is always, oh, but God has a plan and his will is whatever. And... Yeah, that answers nothing. Right. So fuck you. I agree. Your fucking religion. So Davos calls for John to hang this murderer, and basically John talks to Mel for a little bit, and uh, all basically we've already covered all that. And he, the decision he makes is to have her ride south and never return. He's not gonna kill her because she brought him back from the dead. Pretty much. And I, she does point out that like, are you sure you want to send me away you, or kill me? Yeah. Because the Great War's coming, and you know I can help with that. She's hot like fire. And you know, their enemies are like ice. Yeah. So, yeah. So she he sends her away and says, if you return, I'll have you hanged as a murderer. And, Dav- and then Davos, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it myself, you fucking yeah. red bitch. I think she's going to ride south, and that she's going to run into Arya. Because when they did meet each other in like the, what was it? The Riverlands, the mm-hmm. forest, whatever the fuck they when were in. When she bought Gentry. Yeah, when yeah from the brothers that matters what is that area called uh, i don't fucking know. I don't know anyway she says we will meet again we will meet again so i think they're gonna meet up yeah i wonder what's gonna happen for a while mel was on her list yeah. on aria's list because yeah because right? of the because she bought she bought gentry yeah seems to me that she should really put the brothers without banners on that list not just mel because they're the ones that did it. Did what? Sold Gentry to her. Like, oh, okay. You know? 
So anyway, after all that, Sansa and John are talking. They're at the top um, of the Winterfell, kind of looking out, and that's when Sansa says, "You know, a Raven arrived today, and uh, the winter is." Well, first fair. they talk oh, yeah. about trust, and they make their apologies, and they address what was left unsaid in the last episode. Right. The Raven is the final thing. Okay, you're right. So they're talking about trust, and she admits that she should have. Uh, she kind of apologizes a little bit about Littlefinger and how she should have. Let John know that she contacted him. He says something about like trusting him, and she says only a fool would trust the mm-hmm. finger. So, and he says we have to trust each other, which is true. They do have to trust each other. Um, he talks all, also about like giving her mother and father's room. Whoa, because so. she's the lady of Winterfell. Yeah, and I think that's quite sweet. I thought so too. I he shouldn't be sleeping in that room. No. It should be her. It absolutely should be her. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you can be king, that's fine. Yeah, but I'm going to sleep in the cool, the nicer room. <laughs> with, with the good bathroom. Yeah, with the good <laughs> <laughs> With the good bathroom. Um, okay, so then, yeah, then you're right. That is when... Uh, oh, she says, a white raven arrived this morning, winter has come, and John says, father did always promise, which he did. Father always promised. Is that because he would always say winter is coming? Because he always said winter is com- mm-hmm. coming, but it's an allusion to promise me, Ned, promise me. Mm-hmm. And how Ned would always keep his promises. Yeah. <sighs> how beautiful is that? It was very nice. Very beautiful. Those Starks are something else. This whole show is amazing. It's amazing. Well, the story. So next we see Sansa by the God's Wood Tree mm-hmm. and fucking crazy little finger strolls up and looking all short uh, he's everybody's shorter than sansa i know but not everyone john, john is. definitely is little finger is like super way shorter than her but anyway it's it's funny well so he starts talking to sansa about his uh dream oh my god i have to show you something his lovely dream of uh how he's gonna sit on the iron throne and she's gonna be with him mm-hmm. and he basically wants her to marry him and he kind of mo- he looks at her and then he moves in to kind of kiss her. She's like, and then she's like, sounds like a sounds like a great dream. Yeah, <laughs> she like says, that. sounds like a pretty picture. Or something. Yeah. And then as she starts to walk off, he kind of like yells to her and says, you know, wh- who do you think they're going to rally behind? The natural born daughter of Catelyn and Ned Stark, who's a born in the born in Winterfell. Yeah, born in the north, or or a bastard born in the south. So she, he kind of tries to plant that seed in her brain of like, hey, you that's know. always what the yeah. dude does when you fucking reject him. Then he's like, oh, well, and then he'll like throw something out to make you think that, oh, well, you kind of need him. So always maybe you should. That's his go-to move. Consider being with him. Just whatever. think about this as you walk. It's away. not gonna work, Littlefinger, because he's just reliving everything from. He is so gross. Part one of his life, you know. Yeah, I don't like him at all. He is uh, gross. Remember how much we hated him as Carcetti? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I hate him equally as fucking Littlefinger. I'm sorry, guy. Yeah. You play all these shitty roles you, all the time. That, but the, he, he, but the mayor wasn't a bad guy, right? No. He, he just, we thought, but he, he we was so convince swarmy, was. and yeah. he played him so stupidly, yeah. like, in more than half of his episodes. I mean, he just was awful. Terrible. Completely unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and he had the same ambitions as Littlefinger. He wanted to be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He wanted to be governor. First, he wanted to be white mayor in a black city. Yeah, and just listening to Kurt yeah. Littlefinger yak all the time about black people, it was just like nauseating. It was nauseating. <laughs> it was awful. 
They were going to have a spinoff show of him. Oh, my bar. <laughs> I know. I'm glad that never happened. What is his name? Is it Adrian or something? Uh, it's some, or Aiden, maybe? Sorry, guy. Anyway. <laughs> so, You're clearly a talented man. I mean, you get work and stuff. It's true. So, um, <laughs> all right. So the next thing we see, we're gonna take a, we're gonna leave Winterfell for just a second. We're talking about the Wire, by the way, guys. Yeah, we were talking about the Wire, which is the, we should do a whole podcast <laughs> on that. Uh, so the next thing we see is a very short scene, and we're in Dorne, okay? And Lady Olena is there meeting with the head Martell chick, which I don't Eliana? know. Eliana. Eliana, I think. And like, yeah, and then her little daughter start. Uh, well, Ugh, <laughs> gross! Not do- those are the bastards. Those yeah, are over and bastards. Uh, but oh, first she talks about like the last time a what are they? They talk. They acknowledge the history between the Tyrells, Tyrells. and the Martells. They historically hate one another, and the last time a Tyrell, right, went yeah. to the Water Gardens or whatever. They were murdered. Something about scorpions. Murdered by a hundred red scorpions, she said. And she said, you don't have to worry about that. No, that's when the one of the kids says, "That's lady, that's not something you have to worry about. And then she's like, what's your name? Barbarossa or whatever. <laughs> Barbaro? Barbaro, whatever. You know. She basically shames all three children. In succession. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. And there's an idea that that was written for everybody who hates Dorn so much as a viewer because you know none of this yeah. Dorn shit like happens in the books right except I think this does happen this whole like does it this, meeting this alliance okay um because of Varus but she shuts them all down and says she she like wickedly insults all of them in an extremely hilarious way and makes them all stop speaking and then yeah I think that was an acknowledgement of okay sorry that we made you guys watch all that yeah. <laughs> We'll never do that again. <laughs> never doing that again. And yeah. So um, then she says, let the adults speak. Let Adult the grown women, women yeah. speak. Right. And um, she's saying, what, babe? Sorry. No, go ahead. What? It's like verb- verbatim from the book. Apparently. Is it really? Yeah. She says something about, well, when Lady Elena is talking about how she, I don't. Need survival. Yeah. Survival's the last of my Right. She's, she's, we have she's a condom, clearly condom out for Vengeance. Vengeance. And um, Elena or Eliana mm-hmm. responds with. Well, I have whatever your heart. Your heart's yeah. desire. And she's like, what is my heart's desire? And. She rings a bell. She rings a bell. And Varys. Which is not in the book, I don't no. think. And then Varys <laughs> strolls up behind her. But heart's desire, fire, blood, and something else? Fire and blood. That's what he says. But does she say something else first? No. She just says your heart's well, desire. Well, no, she says your heart's desire. Vengeance. Vengeance. V- justice. Justice and justice. Fire and blood. And all of that was from the book. Those four things. And then, but Elena's like, oh. You could tell she's like, And Varys she comes likes out. That. Varys has a couple, like, hilarious facial acting scenes <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and, and when the bell rings for him, here's one where he comes in. Yeah. He's got, like, full... <laughs> Angry, magnificent drag queen going on. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, yeah. With an equally magnificent gown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that shit was not cheap. Was that his, like, Targaryen outfit or is that his Dorn outfit? I don't know. But there's also a part oh. in the books where he's, like, wearing some fucked up, like, like his sweatpant outfit. Yeah. And uh, I think Tyrion kind of gives him shit about it. Yes. Yeah, so that's what happens. Vera shows up, fire and blood, blah, blah, blah. Next scene Next. is we are in Marine. Okay. 
And this is when Danny is breaking up with Dario. I don't really care so much about this scene other than she breaks up with him and whatever, right? Yeah. Um, they just needed to get rid of him. There's yeah. one more person to pay. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to stay. Next with, season. He's um, going to stay behind and watch Marine. Yeah, that character was just not done right in the beginning. So let's get rid of him. And yeah. her argument is just basically, look, I, I'm going to go to uh, Westeros and I'm going to likely get married. So I can't be bringing one of my fucking hoes. Okay, exactly. bye. Yep. And then um, the next scene is, I really like this scene. So this awesome is where scene. she walks in and uh, basically talks to Tyrion. And Tyrion is like, how did he take it? You know, like, because it was his idea the whole time. Right. To do this. And uh, they have a conversation about how now he's like, are you ready? You know, this is, are you? Are you if, scared? Yeah, you're scared because if you're not, then basically no. you're like your crazy dad. Right? Yeah. Because the no. Game of Thrones is terrifying. He said you're in the Great Game now. Anyway, they talk about... Well, she talks about how she felt nothing when she dumped yeah. Dario. And Tyrion is like, he's not the first that's going to love you. And he won't be the last. He won't be the last. The last. He looks a little wistful. Um, I don't do you think he loves her? No. I don't either. A lot of people do. I don't think that at all. I don't I don't think so either. But I, I, I think he has like immense like love for her. Yeah, right? oh and, yeah. Well, for and, what she's like, doing for sure. Clearly thinks that she's like the shit. The shit, for sure. And just him being so moved in her presence, I think, is just because of the way she's treated him and held him in decent regard. Which no one else has. Exactly. I mean, you know, his dad treated him like dog shit and made him hand of the king to try to kill him, basically. But um, anyway, so I did, I can't remember the exact words, but basically he talks about how everybody wants him to believe in something and he doesn't believe in anything really. Um, but then he goes on to say that he believes in her and he says, "If I don't have a sword or anything to give you, but I, you know, I would. And she says, a sword is not what I want. It's your counsel. And he says, it's yours now and always. And then... She says, I had something made for you. First, they're sitting next to each other casually, yeah. like a woman sitting on steps oh, yeah. would. Mm -hmm. You know, your legs are kind of spread, but she's wearing her dress. And so they're kind of on the same level there. Then she gets up to speak with him, and he stands up on the stair that he's stepping on. So now they're also still kind of on the same level. It's funny because she is very, very short. Yeah. She is as an actress. Anyway, so they're kind of looking sort of eye to eye. Yeah. That's how that's shot. And, nice. and then she says, I have something made for you. Which I thought this is so sweet. Sweetest thing ever. I'm not quite sure if it's right. And mm. she sounds vulnerable for a moment. And then she pulls out the hand pin. And then she pins it on Tyrion. And says, Tyrion Lannister, I name you Hand of the Queen. And then he looks like he's going to cry. He fucking looks like he's going to cry. He says nothing. And then he kneels. And I want everyone to remember... Jeffrey's wedding when Joffrey was like, Neil, Neil. <laughs> and Tyrion would not kneel. And thank God Joffrey just died. But yeah, <laughs> right thank then. God, right? But yeah, here without hesitation and clearly moved, he kneels for Danny. He truly believes in her. Yeah, and he got everything he wanted. It's I so mean, beautiful. Everything Danny has is everything Tyrion's ever wanted to be a part of. She's got fucking dragons. He loves dragons. He wants respect. She gave him respect. He he was thrilled when he was hand of the king, and now he's hand of the king. He was. Queen, sorry. Um, so anyway, that was I thought that was a great scene. Beautiful. Kind of touched me a little bit. So um, okay, now we're going to uh, go back and we're going to go to north of the wall. And Benjen is dropping off 
um, Bran and Mira mm-hmm. um, at the wall. At well, well at, at the, the Godswood at tree. At the Godswood tree outside. Is this the one that This is north of what? Is this where Sam and John went to take their vows for the yeah. Night's Watch? Okay, so it's that tree. So yes. it's not far from Castle Black at exactly. all. Exactly. So they're there and he lets and you them can know. See the wall. Yeah, and you can see Benjamin's fucked up face. Yeah, <laughs> he's dead. You definitely get the sense that oh yeah, I guess he's half dead. Um yeah. so he's basically saying I can't take you any farther. And he says that the wall isn't just the wall. It's also built with magic, ancient magic, and he can't cross the wall. So that's the thing that keeps the White Walkers out, really, is the the powerful magic built into the wall. So they got to break that fucking wall. Yeah. So um, he basically says his goodbye, and uh, Bran's like, thank you, Uncle Benjamin. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> and then he, he does? He does. He goes, thank you, Uncle Benjamin. And uh, Benjamin lets them know that he's going to continue to fight for the side of the living as long as he can. He's going to do what he can for as long as he can, he says. And then he rides away. So, you know, poor Benjamin is, like, condemned to staying on the other side of the wall, killing basically his own kind now because he's half dead. Um, And then, you know, Bran pulls himself over to the Godswood tree, and then he's getting ready to touch it. And uh, Mira is like, wait, are you ready? And he says, I have to be ready. I'm three-eyed raven now. Bitch. So he grabs it, and then they make that cool sound that, and it takes you back to the Tower of Joy, Ugh. which is was a shocker to me because I thought they I didn't know if they were going to do this or not. So Every, okay, it, what everybody thought that too? No, no, no. Oh, everybody knew it was going to happen. This first. in this episode. So he except it, I assumed there would be blue flowers somewhere. Yeah, you did. But, say like that. it seemed like her dress was kind of shitty blue. I we'll have to look at it again. Like. Maybe pale, filthy blue at the top. Yeah, but I couldn't really. You have to look at it again. So he, we pick up right where he left off, where young Ned is running up the stairs, where he looked back and he heard uh, Bran's voice, but this time there's no dad. He just looks back and then goes, and Bran follows him up there, and you go into the room and you see a woman laying on a bed with a couple of handmaids is that what they're called nursemaids midwives and um it's liana stark and she's uh, covered with blood from the waist down in bed and he runs to her she's got some blood on her hands and she has blood on her forehead from doing this with her hair is that what it is i know that and then um basically she thought she was dreaming because this is not a dream i'm really here and uh it's very moving yeah it's sad she's dying from childbirth essentially and um, she wants to be brave, she says. And uh, Ned's like, get a maester, get some water. And she doesn't want any water. And she pulls herself to him to whisper something in his ear. And Bran is watching the whole time. And you can't hear basically anything. But basically you get the gist that, like, she's asking Ned to promise her and to protect him. What else, honey? She says um, his name is blank. And if Robert... F- finds out he'll kill him you know he will yeah um you have to protect him promise me promise me ned promise me and then the nursemaid and, brings and a baby. yeah you see this young ned looking fucking confused and then like the nursemaid and that's wyla is that her name wyla i think so yeah she uh puts a baby in his hands the music is swelling he stares at this baby oh my god it's so pretty the baby opens its eyes and they're blue i don't know like john snow's sure no 
John um, Snow doesn't have blue eyes. No, dark eyes. He has black eyes. He does have Let's eyes. say this baby like has you. blue eyes. Yeah. Adopt. So, okay, anyway, um, baby opens its eyes and then it cuts to John's John face Snow's and face. Lizel. Same exact like positioning. And very moving. And it's awesome. Yeah. And then we're in Winterfell again. So that's something that just has that's the oldest theory of um Game of Thrones since the 90s, you know, is that Rhaegar and Lyanna had a baby and that baby was John. Yeah. Um, and so this confirmed that and it hasn't been confirmed in the books. Nope. But I mean, it's clearly. It's gonna. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't. Hopefully they wouldn't. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the story part. It was amazing. Story. So, yeah, just like having that was like a big uh Oh, you know what Revelation I, is very powerful. You know what I noticed last night when we were watching it again? Hmm. When Ned walks into the room, he puts his he puts a sword against the bed and it's Dawn. It, it's, it's it's Arthur Yeah, it's Arthur Dane's sword. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it has that Dawn symbol on the hilt. So wow. so maybe he's gonna take it back and give it back. But just to know that that was like in the room with a baby John, like what does that symbolize? Maybe that he's the Prince or... Ooh, just got goosebumps. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what is Don? The Sword of the Morning. Well, I don't and know. And it was made from a meteor. Yeah. And I don't know. Anyway. It's pretty cool. Very cool. So, um... Best that, story ever, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so <laughs> awesome. I mean, like, when that baby opens its eyes slow and the music playing and then, boom, they go to John's pretty oh, face. Oh, it just kills You're you. You're just like, oh. It's so beautiful. It was very well done. Yes. Very and well done. I loved Liana. And if you yeah. look at, like, pictures of her, mm -hmm. like, her Game of Thrones, like, cast picture, mm -hmm. um... She's very beautiful. Really? Yeah. And she's supposed to be very beautiful. And, right? and you can see, like, her looking like Arya. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like those roundish eyes and yeah, very pretty. What was I going to ask you? Okay, so Wyla. Is... Wyla. So in the episode in the very in season 1 when Ned is talking with Robert the King, yeah. about bastards. Yeah. And Robert's like, "You never told me about, you know, John's mother. Like who was who she must have been quite a babe, you know, for the honorable Ned Stark to fuck her or whatever. Was it Wyla or something was that her name and like he just very begrudgingly is like yes or whatever yeah. right and um i guess the theory there is a theory that like he actually even brought Wyla back north with john because somebody had to Take care of because cat's not gonna take care of that yeah, fucking baby. You know what I mean? Um, and and like installed her somewhere, but or maybe she was just installed. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's who that woman was, and but, I I swear, like, I have a question. Yeah. The when Bran first lost the use of his legs and he's in bed the whole time and that old lady's watching him and reading him stories. Nan. Oh, okay, that's not Wyla. That's not okay. Wyla. That's okay. like Nan. Okay, so Wyla is supposed to be John's mom, according to everybody else. Yeah, but like Ned never really even confirmed no, that because he just, he like, just did <laughs> not fucking talk about any of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he didn't know how to deal with it. And um, so yeah, that must have been really rough for Ned. It, to not, I mean, you gotta tell your wife. The, I can't I, believe he didn't tell her. You have to tell your wife. Yeah, 
But it's like she could have kept. Oh, here's another thing. She was pretty wild. So you know how Ned said, "The next time I see you, I'll tell you about your mother." Yeah, is what he says to Mm -hmm. John. Yep. Well, he says that because John's going to the wall to to join the Night's Watch, and once he joins the Night's Watch, he's not like. There's no. He can't be king. He's nope. not a Targaryen. Like you know what I mean. He yeah. has no he gives, loyalty. Like exactly. Yep. And that's why Ned says that he'll tell him next time. Damn. Because he can finally tell him. That would have been awesome. To <laughs> <laughs> but then we wouldn't be where we are now. Okay. So uh, next scene, we're gonna go back to Winterfell, and we're in the Great Hall, and Sansa and Jon are sitting there, and all of the. Uh, families of the north are in the hall and they're kind of having a big old conversation and Tormund's eating chicken you know ferociously and basically um they talk about um john basically says the true enemy is the storm that's coming and it's not just winter that's coming it's the thing that's bringing the storm which is the night's king right yeah you probably should say that in a little more like a clearer way, Jon Snow. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they, they don't really elaborate on it. You're right. And I don't think anybody really like, huh? Okay, whatever. And then... um, Like, yeah. It's like everyone doesn't want to talk about White Walkers because when you do, everyone thinks you're a fucking idiot yeah. or insane or whatever. But it's like... Because that shit doesn't exist, honey. Can we please just get over that? There's dragons down in the yeah. south. There's yeah. goddamn White Walkers You in the all north. saw the giant, right? <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> His dead body's right out there. How is this not a leap? Like, yeah, I mean, like they gotta start believing. I think the people of the north probably are more apt to believe all that shit because they grew up hearing all those stories and shit, right? They aren't just bedtime stories. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, the White Walker thing seems very. That's true. Specific and like something that people don't really know very much about. Agreed. I think you're right. I don't think they really he like, did a good job. All of that crazy, like. uh the battle at Castle Black and all that hard home and all that yeah. shit, like yeah, that was nut. There were fucking zombies like in mass droves, yeah. okay, like killing the fuck out of people. Like you'd think that that was more known. Yeah, like the word and would if have it spread, was known right? that it would be a concern. That wiped out most of the wildlings. I mean, like that severely it, diminished their population and took out like all of the night's watch practically there's pretty like, much yeah yep. so um there's that and then um you know they're muttering amongst themselves and then the bear island girl stands up who is fucking awesome Liana Mormont. oh my god and she uh call first she starts calling everybody out she calls out lord mandalay yep. and she says lord yep. mandalay you know you refuse the call your son died at the red wedding Lost, lost your son to the Boltons at the Red Wedding. And then she goes into Glover's. Wait, he was the one with the mermaid thing on at the oh, Red Wedding. he does? Have you a see mer- him. Mm-hmm. He, that's their sigil thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And then Lord Glover, you refused the call. You know, when basically when he came to you in his greatest time of need. And then she talks to Lord Kerbane. He refused the call. And his um, dad was, dad was alive. flailed alive by the Boltons. Flailed. He was flailed alive. Flayed alive. Sorry, flailed. He, <laughs> he was flailing while he was he flayed. flayed. And then she says, but House, uh, Ma- House, House Mormont remembers. That's right. She we was there. Know no king but the king of the north who's That's right. And then she sits back down and it's very. Oh, she also says some shit about uh, Ned Stark's blood runs through his veins. Yeah, I don't care if he's a bastard or not. Ned Stark, and she recognized him as. But it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. So basically, um, it's funny because Lord Mandalay stands up and he goes, <laughs> Lady Mormont's words are harsh, but true. You know? Yeah. 
And then um, they all start getting rallied up. Glover says... Oh, my God. He said... I His would... voice is just as badass as Thorne's was. He's got just such a sexy, gravelly, it's crazy true. voice. And he says, I regret it for the rest of my life. Or no, until the dying day. Yeah, and he goes, he there's didn't... nothing to... And John's like, there's nothing to forgive, my lord. Which is wonderful. But he also says... Uh... Yeah, he says... There'll uh, be more I fighting. Regret... He says... Um... Well, basically, he says, you know, I wasn't fighting beside you at this battle, and that's something I'll regret for the rest of my days. But there'll be more fights to come. And then he pledges House Glover to House Stark. And then, of course, they're all going, the king of the north! And they're all raising up their swords, and then the, they show the bear lion chick, and she's like, the king of the north. And then they all, they pledge that well, their loyalty to fucking Jon Snow, king Jon of the north. Snow. He's king Bastard. of the north now. Yep. Um, and it's like when Rob was oh yeah yeah proclaimed king of the north. So it's like that same way. Um, Sansa. You know what I want to do? I want to go back and watch the episode and see if little Lady mm. Mormont. Oh no, no, her mom was there. That's right. Oh. Her mom was there. You showed me her that one time. Yeah. So anyway, um, then that's when as the king of the north is happening, Sansa looks over at Littlefinger. Littlefinger's like looking at her. Like hmm. In his way. Yeah. Could mean a lot of things. So, yeah. What do you think? I think it meant like she's looking at him like, fuck you, you were wrong. But a lot of people think it was like, see, I he now this bastard is in charge and he's not a real Stark and you should be in charge. Yeah. Some people are saying that her face was like... Um, She's ha happy. She smiles when Lyanna stands up and says her thing. And then when people start saying King of the North, like her smile stops-ish a little bit. And then when she looks at Baelish, it like hella stops. Yeah. <laughs> and and so the idea is that she wasn't feeling super comfortable when everyone was saying King of the North or right. whatever. And then she knew that Baelish saw her not feeling comfortable. Yeah. I also feel like um it was just more of like a threatening dread because from of who? from Baelish. Okay. Because she I don't know, I just didn't believe that she was feeling not happy. I don't either. I think I she's happy that I just don't get that in her at all. I don't either. I mean like I think I think they're gonna try to set up something next season yeah. between the two of them, but I don't know. I just don't find it that believable. I think she sh is happy enough that they got Winterfell yeah, back. You know, exactly. I mean, I don't think she has ambitions to run everything. That's how I feel. So I don't know why. And then when you find out like Bran is alive and Arya is alive, yeah. it's like they're just a family of siblings whose parents were fucking killed, you know, and yeah. who's lost so much. Like, why would she fucking care as long as they're all together exactly. doing it? Exactly. A lot of them are together. A right. lot left. Yeah, they've only really lost three. They lost, well, they lost their mom, their dad, their brother, and then they lost Rickon. So, yeah. So I don't, uh. Two brothers. I don't get that from Sansa's character. I don't either. So I hope that that's not how it goes. So the next thing we see is we're back quickly to the twins, Frey, the Walder Frey yeah. place. And Walder Frey's in the Great Hall, like, screaming, like, where are my sons? They said they were supposed to be here by midday. Where's Lothar and Black Blah Blah? <laughs> I don't know. The other I think it's Black Walder. Yeah. But I don't know. 
So, and then a girl comes up and she's like, they're here, my lord. You know, and he's like. It's the same girl that um, was smiling and looking at Jamie Lannister during the brawn fucking scenes. Yeah. Not fucking, but wanting to fuck and being angry. Yes. And getting fucked over all the time by Jamie. By stupid golden hand Jamie. (laughs) So she uh, is bringing up some food and she's like, they're here, my lord. And he goes, where? Where are they? She's like, right here. And he's not getting it. And then she points basically at the pie. And then he slowly reaches over and lifts up the crust of the pie to see, well, there's a thumb in the pie. Okay? Yuck. And then she says, Black Waldor, I guess, was the hardest one to butcher. Like, she's talking about how they butch- she butchered them and then made these pies. And he's like, what? One of, one of them bled a lot. Yeah. And then she takes off her fucking face and At it's At one Arya. point, he kind of goes... Yeah. Like an old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yucky. Like he, like he kind of almost gags a little bit. All right, I'm okay. That's my son. Very subtle. I um, can I just say yeah. nothing? What did you want to say, baby? You're tired. Let me get myself together. Hold on. Skip, 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 skip. Cut all of this out. Yeah. So for those who don't know about the Rat King and all oh, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is like bigger in the books, um, the whole cannibalism thing. And it's basically there's an old northern tale of this rat cook or rat king. I don't know. Someone fucked up. Someone fucked up. And their uh, justice, their the like consequence of that was to forever eat their own children. Ugh. And the thing that they had, how they fucked up was they had broken guest right and so it was a like this legend in the north that is perpetuated to explain just how guest right is the most important law to the north it's like more important than kin slaying it's like very you can't break this one yeah yeah it's like super taboo so the fact that um Frey did that that's why everybody like book readers forever had assumed that his uh Punishment would be to eat his own children in the show. And he did break that fucking rule. Yeah. Yeah, at the Red Wedding. So, um, well, that's the cool thing is that she whips off her face and it's Arya and she's got the face magic still. Awesome. And she basically says, I'm Arya Stark and you're going to see, the last thing you're going to see is a Stark sitting over you, smiling at you while you die. And then she slits his throat and he starts dying, basically. Bleeding. And she has like some crazy like ecstasy look on her face. Yeah. (laughs) And then right as he dies, she looks at his face and then he dies and then she smiles and then that's it. So we know Arya's back. I just hope she finds her fucking wolf running around. That would be Oh my god. (laughs) I bet she will. Well, didn't they say that they're not going to have any wolves? That was just the last part of the season because they ran out of money. Oh. Yeah. Because the dragons cost a lot of money because they like it's equally expensive to make the wolves. So. I wonder what. I have no idea what season seven is. No one does. It's like her, what, conquering Westeros? But how hard could that even be? Yeah. It's got to be way more than just that. But she has to, I mean, doesn't she have to meet up with Jon? She's got to, oh, there's all kinds of shit. And then there should be, yeah, like the the wall and the battle. But then there's going to be a season after that. So maybe that's the battle with the white. But they're saying there's only like maybe 15 episodes left. In over two seasons? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to do. So one of the, almost the last scene is Jamie coming back to King's Landing with Bronn. 
Oh, we already talked we about did that. Talk but about we didn't that. talk we didn't about the it. throne yeah. room. So then we see Cersei in the throne room walking with the mountain and Kyburn's waiting for her at the Iron Throne. It's all like suddenly now the the throne room is extraordinarily dark and we do all of our business at night, I think. Yeah. And it's lit by candle and all of the um God, what what guard is that? Whatever. Their soldiers are like lined up in yeah. a military way and um it's everything's like reddish and blackish and, and goldish dark, yeah, and, like vampire style yeah like this is the new world order has taken over and she fucking walks to the throne and kyburn is the hand of the king a queen yeah he's got the thing on the pin and he um i guess this is her coronation yeah and he's like she's the first queen first of her name Queen, Queen of, of the, the Andals. Andals. I don't know. And this whole Lord time, of the Realm, I guess. Um, Jamie, protector, of the, protector of the Realm. She fucking blew up part of the realm. Yeah, I'm, blow it. I'm not going to protect this part of the realm. <laughs> but anyway, Jamie is standing in the gallery. Watching. Watching. And they exchange a look. Yeah, and she just is kind of like, oh, you're back. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm this now. Yeah. 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 And she didn't she's, smile at him or anything. She's, she's forsaken Jamie big time, man. She's just right. She I mean, uses their, him. their last child is dead. They're all dead. All and ugh. sad. Jamie, as like a non father to me, is very sad. Like, it is. That he never even got to say that he was a father. Only, you know what only I mean? to Marcella. Yeah. Right as she died in his arms. I don't arms. even know if he does that in the books. But sad. whatever. Anyway, um, yeah. So the idea here is that she is fucking clearly turned into a mad queen, and the act that she did by killing all of those people in that way was like directly fucking stabbing Jamie in the heart. I mean, the fact that he did that for you know King's Landing. I mean, that he killed Ares, you know, um, was a huge deal. Changed his life forever, ruined his reputation forever, you know, and was just this deep, dark secret that he could never share and or never felt even like obligated to share because everybody already thought he was such a piece of shit. And now she did it, just went ahead and did it. Oh, and now I'm the queen, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I know everything like every lie that he's had to like deal with yeah. and all the insults and shit. And it's just like that him and Walter Frey together. It seems had very <laughs> clear that she just does not love him no. the way she talks. She doesn't. The way she claims she uses to. everybody. She uses everybody. And yeah, I just, yeah. And I hope that he sees that. I think he does. He is not loved by her. Yeah. It's sad. And then the very last scene of the show is you see all the ships crossing the narrow sea from um, Marine, mm-hmm. and you see the big dragon boat. Oh yeah, there's a crazy <laughs> awesome dragon boat. Yep, it's it's a mermaid babe on the front mm-hmm. is a badass dragon. Yeah, and you see um, what's his name Theon and mm-hmm. Yara in their ships, which I, uh, Theon's looking up at the kraken. The, yeah, the flag. You see so that? So he's going back to Westeros. Yep. And Danny's ships, you see the obligatory horses under on the other side of the boat with the Dothraki. They're taking their goddamn horses. You see the um, Dorn ships 
and you see the Tyrell ships. So they've got a gigantic, massive fleet of ships. And then you see the dragons. Yeah, it's like an aerial shot of the fleet, of the armada. Mm -hmm. And um, you see all the different houses on the sails. Yeah. And then you see shadows and fucking badass dragons. And then... And horses. I mean, it's like insane. Yeah, And then it like gets to like the front ship and of course it's Danny Masande fucking Tyrion. Oh, you also saw the um the unsullied ship. Oh yeah, with that's right. Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. And it makes me laugh because they're just all like standing yeah, and not moving. We will it's not like, move for three like, that's weeks. Boring or whatever. As fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and challenge that's stressful. Yeah. Not <laughs> for them. Yeah. <laughs> they right. love it. They love that shit. <laughs> So anyway, um, Masande, Tyrion, fucking Varys is standing mm-hmm. by. Still making his face. Making his second hilarious ass face. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like. <laughs> I love Varys. He's one of too. my favorite characters. And Tyrion, Varys, communications are like my favorite. Yeah, me, mine because too. Because the they love each other. They're they best friends. They love each other and they're so fucking funny and they say such mean, terrible things to each other. Yeah. Well. Varys doesn't as much. But. No. Tyrion always <laughs> likes to remind him that uh, Varys has no dick, basically. Because Varys doesn't know that. Yeah. Anyway. But he never makes dwarf jokes back at him. No. Because he's like, you're just... And in one episode, he was like, said something shitty to Tyrion about how, have you noticed how, like, I never make yeah. dwarf jokes about you because <laughs> I'm, like, a good person yeah. <laughs> and you're completely not? It's so funny. It's... Yeah. Very realistic conversation. It's good. Anyway, uh, they're all just kind of standing on the ship, and Danny's looking, you know, majestic and cool, and like mm-hmm. she's sort of brimming from the inside with excitement. And wait. it's a little cheesy, but it's also little... very badass. I mean, with dragons flying around. So. You see, I mean, like you. I just don't know how they're. They can't stop her. I mean, like, yeah, right? I don't know what her... Who is it? The Lannisters versus all of that? Well, there's supposedly urine. Euron. Yeah, Euron. But they don't have millions of people. I don't know. I just don't think that... But there just has to be some sort of, like... Something. Conflict for her. Yeah. And we don't know what it will be. We don't know yet. But um, one thing I did read that I thought was very interesting, I'm sorry to sidetrack this really quick, about Varys. Mm-hmm. Um, someone pointed out, I read somewhere, which I didn't, I forgot about, like when Tyrion was um, being charged with killing the king, yeah. um, Varys went up there and said, yeah, he killed the, he, he did it. He like threw him under the bus. Uh, but then he escaped with him. Yeah, but the, the, the thing that I read was like the reason he did that was so he could get Jamie to get Tyrion out of the city. Like if he would have like said, no, he didn't do it, then suddenly he's a suspect. So they, mm-hmm. they say that he did that so he could, he orchestrated all of this crazy shit and it couldn't have been any other way unless he said, yeah, he murdered the king. The other thing is that Varys' little birds... Mm-hmm. I I read that like he didn't just like abandon the birds to become whatever Kyburn wanted or whatever. He did that knowing that they would that they would do that. Damn. So he left the birds on purpose for Cersei to use, wow. you know, in that way to keep the great game going. going. He's, it's all Varys. It's really. It's uh, ultimately Varys against Littlefinger. Littlefinger. It's like good against evil. Yeah. It's like self. Um, 
uh, advancement versus protecting the people. Those are like <laughs> yeah, because Varys one time he goes, someone ha-, he goes, who's protecting the people? And Varys like someone has to. Yeah, you know, it's and, me, it, and it's not the fucking people <laughs> yeah. in charge. Yeah. So yeah, he's doing it. I like him. So. There you go. Well, I get awesome season. Five dragon hearts. Right, this season started out strong. Yeah, there was only that one kind of slow episode, which wasn't so slow. Uh, there was the no one episode that got. Yeah. That upset the fandom because the fandom had worked themselves up into a frenzy. Yeah, with all this bullshit that wasn't <laughs> going to happen because the creators of the show decided they they were going to do it whatever they wanted. You guys, we just have no control. So. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. watch it Let's and enjoy it. Predictions. Let's just enjoy it. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was amazing. So, what are our, our scores? If I give it five dragon hearts, what do you give it? Five dragon hearts. It was great. I liked it more than the last episode, just because like it's more my style. Yeah. The last episode is so great, but it was more actiony. Yeah. The, and this the, is more. This was just everything that. <sighs> you got resolution of yeah. so many things. You really did. It was very um, worthwhile. So, yeah, it was a very satisfying episode. But I thought the real wonderful thing about this episode was like, now we don't, we literally don't know what's going to happen in, we in the next don't. They really fucked it all up. Like, I she, love it. She killed all these people that I didn't know that she was going to kill. So, what, 2017? Yeah, April around That's there. That's right. Yeah. So, I know. <laughs> what the fuck, you guys? I know, I know. So, well, this is your opportunity as listeners to let us know what you want us to talk about. Should we keep covering Game of Thrones? Should we move on to a different show? Let us know. Let us know. Email us. Let us know, please. Go to thestonermom.com or just email us, david at thestonermom.com or me, mom, at thestonermom.com. That's right. Thank you for listening. We've had a lot of fun doing this. We love this story. It is fun to talk about. It's like a great story. We like to dork out over it. You know what else I wanted to point out? I, I think at the beginning, oh, yeah. the beginning episodes of this, we were really focused on like getting stoned for the show and just being morons. And then now I feel like we're actually talking about the show. <laughs> is this episode not funny? Because I didn't really get. No, it is funny. I think. All right. I think it's a good take. I think the from listening to all the other theories and stuff i think you and i have different like we we err on the side of like no i don't think that is gonna happen i think this is gonna happen over well i was getting very into because all the theories that are really popular i mean they really make sense you they know do. on so many different levels but the basic thing is i mean it's just a show yeah. and it's a job and there's money and budgets and like just limitations and you can't predict what these two dudes are gonna do you don't know you don't know but let's find out next year (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you for listening bye guys